things going. Seven one six, stand up. Make on the beat. Let go. Chicks are painting pretty ass lips For them trap boys out doubling up on bricks For positions like myself that was blessed with a grip Rapping the pack and see what it is Swerving through traffic like I lost control of the whip Heard the competition like I ran over these bricks Double lines being nothing with you hugging the bridge Red light, green light, headlight, beat bright, bright Super style life, make these lanes ain't right, right Fabulous flow, make the girls sing nice So rock cups full to the party break light The car keeps going to the cabin I'm on to the next, like they said, right here. Swag too slick, make a hater wanna bite. Not out of Zella, boy, but you clicked in my life. Thomas, Ron Thomas, you all right? I'm great, man. Sharon Mullen, the chocolate girl in the building as we start off this season three. How you been, Sharon? Doing pretty good. How are you guys? Hope y'all doing well. Yeah, we, we excited. Um, we got Sports Guru in the building with us. How's hey, I'm doing fine, uh, you know, just happy to be here with our great cast of, uh, say, characters and beautiful chocolate and 
you know, just a, a, a great, great family. And it's, uh, it's just a beautiful thing to be a part of. And, and we also have my man Zar in the building from the King Zar show. Right, what's going on, Zar? Man, you know, we in here doing what we do, you know, on a Tuesday. It's going down on a Tuesday. And uh, we in here to talk some, some ish. And as always, it goes down like prom dresses. Let's get it. Man. Uh, that's good to hear. Well, listen, you you know how we start to show off, man. Usually it's our trash-ass players. Um, I know Ryan got a trash-ass player that he would like to talk about. Ryan, let's hear it. AJ McCarron. The, the backyard quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. You is one side quarterback. You don't even need to be on the field. Better yet, you don't need to be with a team. Okay. All right. I am so tired of looking at you. Not even funny. We need to put you over there in the bus on category. Though you try juice. <laughs> I don't know how you really feel, Ron. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Ron. What kind of juice is that now? What, what kind of juice? Garbage juice. juice. Garbage, Garbage juice. Okay. Because usually it's dumpster juice. I just wanted dumpster to know which juice, one. Trash juice all up in one. You all <laughs> of it, buddy. You should never even came to the pro. They should have never gave him money. Huh? Okay. What you right. uh, I'm a um. Wow, which, which take? I'm gonna go here first. You know, again, I mean, y'all, I might as well get him out of the way first. And we, I've called this. I mean, most of us, I think, called this, but I'm shocked that it happened so quickly and so fast because of the friendship, which I thought that's what it was all about anyway. But uh, peace out, Tim Tebow. Get the hell out of here. Gone. Analysts, you, there's something he's gonna get on somewhere, but get at the league. I don't know if y'all saw it was a clip because I didn't watch the game when he went for a block, but it was like viral, and you know at the tight end position, and he kind of just ran into the guy and kind of bumped off, and like the hashtag was like great block whatever, but it was like the the worst attempt at a block I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of football. But yeah, good riddance, dude. Get the heck, get get out of here, bro. Like it's, it's just a waste of time. So many people that don't get the opportunity, and you know, and then this dude, it's, it's get the hell out of here, man. So yeah, that's that's clearly my number one. Okay, sports guru. Well, I'm gonna, as usual, out of the box a little bit. I'm gonna go with uh, excuse me. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Paul Darty. I never really heard of him until uh, yesterday, actually. Uh, he is a uh, sports writer for the uh, Cincinnati Inquirer. And I was watching um, SportsCenter. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, Naomi uh, Osaka came on. And she was basically having a press conference. And um, it's funny because, you know, I, I really like this young lady. Um, you know, I just feel like she, you know, almost like I feel like like she's like a daughter to me in some ways. Uh, the fact that she's so woke, you know, as far as social justice is concerned, um, being a, um, you know, I guess, Haitian, Japanese young lady and uh, being obviously a tremendous tennis player. 
Uh, but there's a vulnerability about her that I, it just, you know, it, it, it kind of touches me a lot. But anyway, long story, uh, trying to shorten it up a little bit, but he came on there and he came in a press conference and right away he had this aggressive mentality. And uh, we have all seen it. I mean, I remember back when I was working at Metro, uh, a lot of white people used to say, you're aggressive, you're aggressive. And I used to say like, well, what is, what are they talking about? Like, you know, but sometimes I think it's inherent in you, you know, coming from, you know, you know, modest beginnings, projects, whatever you want to call it. There may be an aggressiveness to me sometimes when I'm, or defensiveness when I'm, when I'm dealing with certain people who I'm not probably comfortable with. And uh, maybe I didn't see that at that time, but I saw his aggressiveness and the words that he used to, to basically, you know, in a nutshell, he basically was saying, hey, you don't like the media. How do you start off a press conference by saying, hey, you don't like the media? And, you know, and it led to one thing to another. And uh, actually, uh, let's see, um, who was it? It was uh, Stuart Dugjuo. Uh, no, do do did uh, Naomi uh, Saka's agent? He said, "The bully at the Cincinnati Enquirer is the epitome of why players' media relationships are so fraught right now. Everyone on the Zoom will agree his tone was all wrong, and his sole purpose was to intimidate. And and that I think that's the right word, intimidate. When you come off." The way he came off, he was intimidating. And maybe men, we don't get it sometimes. And like I said, I'm, I use myself as an example that sometimes I didn't get it. Um, I was quick to point the finger at, at white people, you know, but maybe I was defensive or maybe I was, you know, um, what's the word that they like, like to use, uh, um, the bully inquirer, um, you know, so really appalling behavior as he continues on and uh, the insinuation that Naomi owes her court success to the media is a myth. And I think what he was trying to say, the agent in that instance is basically that, you know, social media is here and social media is just as good as mainstream media. In fact, most of the newspapers that were there 10, 20 years ago, most of them don't even exist. A lot of them exist on the computers so you have to subscribe to them on a computer. So, you know, there's nothing. I mean, you know, my, my one of my favorite athletes or my favorite athletes, I'm one of them, LeBron James. I mean, how many Twitter followers and things of that nature. So you don't really need the media for a lot of stuff. And for him to insinuate that was wrong. But also my trash ass play is, is first take, uh, you know, i.e. Stephen A. Smith. And in this case, Max Kellerman, because usually they like to flip flop one take the black side, one take the white side, or one take the minority side. But 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 they both couldn't understand. They, they said that basically this gentleman, he didn't do anything wrong. And he was very, um, how could I put it? He was very, uh, Paul Doherty, he, he was very diplomatic in the way that he approached it. But then I've never been a big Molly fan, Molly Rose, uh, Quorum, I think her name is. But she tried to explain to him, and, and she wanted to do it in a way in which she wouldn't bury Steve and like, you know, say like, uh, what's the name used to do, uh, Carrie Champion, because that's how Carrie lost her job because, you know, her basically attacking Steven in, in a way that was not conducive to them having a, a, a good relationship. But she did state that, you know, how the aggressiveness and how he came on with the agenda 
and things of that nature. And um, I, I just couldn't see how Steven and, and, and Max couldn't see it. But of course they couldn't see it. Like I said, maybe because they're men. But like I said, I saw it, I felt it because I watch everything. I try to take not notice of everything. And I could see, you know, she eventually started crying and left the, the stage a little bit, but came back. And, and my heart goes out to her because you could tell that she's going through a lot right now. And what I don't want to happen is I don't want to read that, you know, something happened to her or she did something to herself because of all this foolishness. And I, I did, I want to give kudos or a shout out to the, the uh, narrator in that case, I, I think it was a young lady who tried to take hold of the situation and tried to, you know, make it right and did everything she could to try to change the, you know, the narrative, so to speak. But we as men, we got to do better. Um, you know, you know, there's a lot going on. We know COVID, you know, it's just so much going on, but we got to do better. And, you know, so Stephen, A, and, and Max, got to get it, my brothers. You got to get it. You got to understand that it maybe, in, in some ways, he was trying to be diplomatic, but he was also attacking. You know, it's like a pit bull coming at you, and then all of a sudden, you know, you know, just kind of jumping on your leg a little bit. You can't get past the fact that that pit bull charged you, even though some people like to say that those pit bulls are harmless. You know, <laughs> you know, as uh, uh, Master P, I think, once said, they ain't got locked jaw for nothing. So, you know, I always take heed to that because, uh, you know, where I come from, you know, these pit bulls are famous, but, you know, you know, you hear about a story last week where it mauled a little kid. And so is it worth the, the dozens or hundreds or thousands that are good pit bulls? I don't know. I mean, that, that's not for me to decide, but uh, Mr. Darty, you're my trash ass player with a close second, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. Well, one day you're going to meet Stephen A. Smith. I think he's been a trash-ass player for you for about four or five times now. One day you're going to meet him, man. I think y'all going to be the best of friends, too. But, Sharon, how you doing, Sharon? I'm good. I, um, once again, I Guru pointed out somebody that I actually had on my list, too. Good job, Guru. I guess great minds think alike on that. Um, well, you're you're the only great mind here, not me. I'm just uh, uh, a squirrel. You're you're fabulous. I'm I'm uh, just I'm just a squirrel. But thank you, I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. But mm, I can I can be off sometime. But um, also, I have to agree with Zar. I also had um, I didn't have Tim Tebow on my list. I actually had Urban Meyer on my list because I don't blame Tim too much for taking advantage of his connections and all that and being given that opportunity. I don't believe it was his fault, even though I don't even think he should have tried, but okay, he did. But we all knew what this was going to result in anyway. We all knew that Tim Tebow was going to be eventually cut. And what a waste of time, a roster spot and money this all has been. And Urban Meyer with his great of a reputation and a legacy that he has, this was just a horse and pony show that is going to be a stain against his, his uh, reputation and his credibility. A lot of people are saying it's not going to have any effect on his legacy. Well, I beg to differ. As an Ohio girl, we know, we, we know and love him from his time at Ohio State. And 
this right here was not cool. He looked like a real buffoon. So I, he's on my list. Um, but I also have the Portland Trailblazers on my list. Mm. And the reason why is because, you know, I, I, I follow the NBA year round, even when they're, you know, in the off season, just like I kind of do the NFL. And it just seems like to me, they're not doing anything to really try to keep Damian Lillard on their team. And if they didn't have it in their heart to try to keep him, then why didn't they try to deal him? I mean, you either, you either with your franchise player or you're not. And the crap that they, that they brought to Portland is not going to help them win at all. And then they refuse to get rid of CJ. They could have put, a, get, put together a package to get somebody to help Dame out or whatever, or to at least be a, number, a good number two or whatever. Um, even the Lakers got Carmelo. He doesn't even have Carmelo to depend on anymore. So I, I just I, I just have no, as you say in the street, I just have no hollow for the Portland Trailblazers. They're just being a trash-ass organization right now. I mean, even Minnesota got Pat Bell. I mean, he belongs there. He needs to be sentenced to Minnesota. Okay, yeah, they 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 deserve each other because you know I can't stand everybody that knows me. know I can't stand Pat Bell. But dang, at least they're trying to do something. He's not a good offensive player, but at least he's a pretty good defensive player. At least they're trying to do something. But Portland is just kind of just sitting back chilling taking advantage of their franchise star, franchise player, who's being loyal. So, so if loyalty um, to a fault was a player, it's Dame Lillard. And maybe he'll finally see that, that he's putting his loyalty in the wrong organization. Trash organizations tend to be trash organizations. Rarely have I seen trash organizations turn themselves around to be stellar. So they're on my list. Okay. All right. Uh, me, um, I've, I've seen a lot of trash this week in the uh, NFL. Uh, I, I might have to say that the Minnesota Vikings just may be crumbling after what I seen in week one of the preseason. And it's a shame because Mike Zimmer's a good coach. And he's gonna take the whole blame for this. But this team, I mean, you know, sometimes the preseason I watch preseason games. I don't watch them for the scores or anything. I just watch it to see if your execution is good, what you've been practicing as well. Can you run a play? Can you actually do what you need to do to get on off the field? Can you sustain the drive longer than just a three and out? Those are the things I look for. So when it came to Minnesota, it was just like they couldn't do nothing right. And some people say, oh, well, they was playing against Denver, and Denver just may be the best defense in the NFL. And then, you know, they, maybe they, they might be. But you've got to be good at some part of the game. With all this training you have been through in practice, and they look terrible. And a lot of people got them fighting against Green Bay to win that division. I'm not one of them. I didn't have it like that at all. I love Mike Zimmer, but I just think he's in a bad position. I think if he was somewhere else, 
he'll have a better situation. So um, I'm just going to strictly say the Minnesota Vikings as a team were trash. Really? As a team. You just trash. think they have no chance, huh? I think they're they, gonna be the, I, I really, from what I'm seeing in week one, they may be the worst team in the division. Nah. I mean, they, they didn't look good, but remember, this is this is still like preseason, remember, though. I know. Okay. I, I was the only one that, well, not only one, but I picked the Bears way before this. I didn't even watch this game. I'm just saying people had them in second, like Dennis said, not necessarily challenging Green Bay or our second. I've been having the Bears coming in second, but, despite what Dennis said. Even I've to been, add on to it, I mean, Chicago I, coming in second. I I've been saying that need a, a first. Uh, that need somebody new there now. I think he been with that that team for a long time, and everything got stale. That he in the they seeing the same old people, the same coaches. It might just be that time. We went through it. Dennis went through it. I mean, it just might be that time for Minnesota to go through it. Yeah, and, and it's, it's a like I said, it's a shame on Mike Zimmer, man. Like that's a guy I like. Mike Zimmer, I like Mike Zimmer a lot, and a, and a lot of people will probably put him in that Rex Ryan category. Oh, he don't deserve to be a coach. He needs to be a defensive coordinator. And I, you know, uh, to those people, a f you because you don't you don't put him in that Rex Ryan so, category. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna say. Minnesota, they, they need to execute better. That's what I'm going to say. They need to execute better. So we'll see with this next upcoming preseason game exactly how they do. But that was my trash-ass play. Now, do anybody else got any other trash-ass players? Yeah, I have uh, some more, but I can let I them go first. I got one more. Want to go ahead, Sharon? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I do we, have some, but go ahead. Mentioned them. We kind of mentioned them. I don't hate this dude like a lot of people. But he's just funny and he just does stuff. He just, I know that's his character. Uh, Pat Beverly, and they got nothing to do with this. Is what they got nothing to do with this is what this is why. And they put up old tweets. So when so he was somewhere, they, they had the story when Kawhi signed with the Clippers. He was, was I, so, I remember the story. The yeah, the he was like, I just won the championship. Yeah, I saw that. Board. You know, but he's always he's always doing too much and tweeting early. So when Kawhi agreed to come back, or or they brought back, um, what was the trade? They did a trade, or they just did some. They did a move this off season. It wasn't even the Kawhi coming back. It was something. And then he, oh, and he tweeted, no, and he got traded. That's what it was. He got traded. Who did he get traded to first? Was it Memphis, right? Memphis. No, this off season though, he because he got moved in two days. So anyway, so anyway, when he got moved, then he tweeted. I don't know what the connection was. I just saw the tweet and laughed because then he got traded again. But he traded, oh, man, the gang, we back together again, y'all. And then he got traded again. Like, he he's always tweeting stuff ahead of schedule or ahead of time, you know, like putting putting basically putting his foot in his mouth. And he's done it over and over again with just predetermined tweets are either claiming that he's got this or he's won this or now he's back. They're going to go for it again. Then he gets moved. And it's like, dude, you already got a bad. I'm not even, I don't even hate him like everybody else. 
but you already got this bad reputation, you know, the Chris Paul thing when you pushed him. And, you know, you've always had a bad reputation. And now, like, time and time again, you keep tweeting stuff that make you look like an ass. You do, you just, just stay off the Twitter, bro. Like, I don't know how much more basketball you got left in you. I mean, you're a little guard, a little pesky defender. You probably could play a few more years, but it's like, dude, you, at some point you got to save face and go out not being an ass or an idiot or at some point you want to save face a little bit. And and like I said, this last thing, he was like, yeah, here we go. We, we're going to do it. We, we, you know, we're about to go at it. And then he gets shipped to Minnesota and Booney land. Like, like Sharon said, that's where he belonged. It's just like, it's just funny, dude. Like, the dude is just a character, bro. Like, and I don't, like I said, I don't even hate the dude, but he make it hard not to hate him. <laughs> but I, I love his energy on the court, even though he's a dirty player. But despite that, you know, he's got to be a trash-ass player, especially getting traded two day, you know, twice in two days, being how good he claimed he is. So that's that's my second one. Okay, what you got, Sharon? Um, I have this uh, NFL top 100 list, oh, the whole cool. list. Just throw the whole damn list away. Just the whole list is, is garbage. It's so bad. I was having a discussion with some fellas about it yesterday. And then I was watching a podcast and saw some people talking about it, but I had had a conversation with somebody some people yesterday around lunchtime and it's so bad that's that I've heard a lot of people say that they really don't believe that the players pick these players that something else is going on with this list this year because it's that bad anytime you got you got you got Minka Fitzpatrick as the number 52 number 52 Who's number, one? number 52, Mika Fitzpatrick. Oh, I'm not, no. I didn't expect him to be like number three or anything crazy like that. He's not the third greatest player in the game. I, I know that. But number 52? And I, I'm sorry. I think um they had, um, I had it up here before, but I, I just lost the screen. But if y'all take a look, I don't, I, I'm sure all of you have seen the list, but really, fellas, come on. Is this list really a good list to y'all? I mean, am I the only one? I mean, I'm hearing it across all kinds of groups out here in uh, what you call it, uh, social media land, all on Twitter and everything. This how trash this list is. It's bad. Well, well question, who was number one? I, I didn't, I didn't see from four. I don't men. know. Was it no, I, I only seen 100 to 40. I, I didn't see from 40. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying the list as they haven't released the whole list yet. I don't believe. They just, I don't they think just, the whole list is, is out, is it? No, they're just it? doing parts. Yeah, I know. That's how they always do. They release a little bit at a time. And I'm saying right. what's already been released. That. Uh, I'm sorry. When I, when I saw his name pop up on that list, and, it, and the number started with a five. I just lost my mind. I was like, you have got to be. I didn't expect to see him yet. I thought he would at least be in the top 25 or 30. But 52? I'm, I'm sorry. What is you crazy? I, I got one more. I just, well, I mean, that was one. Hold on, let me, let me see. Yeah, that's it. That's, 
Oh no, I got one more, but go ahead, go ahead, Ron. Because I, I, I want you, I want to hear yours. The Madden ratings. <laughs> Madden every year, Madden do some BS with these writing ratings. And somebody need to call them out on. It, it don't make no sense how low you got players that rate and all that on the Madden writing. Well, they, well here's, let me get to both of y'all answers on these lists. When it comes to Madden, I used to be a real big Madden player. When it comes to Madden now, the, the thing is they're trying to sell you on the internet play. So they might rate them low, right? Mm -hmm. but, if, but if that player bounces up and have a good season, the fact that you have the, the whole package, he'll bounce up in ratings. So his rating might start off low, but he'll bounce up and then be a higher rating. Well, they got Josh, they got Josh Allen's rating right, so that's cool. No, like Josh Allen's an 88. So they that's might a good rating. They might have that's him as an 88, but then as the season goes on, Josh Allen start balling again, he'll jump he'll to still a 90. Yeah. No, he'll be an 88. But you but you you're talking about the Madden ratings. Well, Madden, right? right. That, was, that was my yeah, first see. Let me get to the top 100 ratings. Those top 100 ratings have been a situation since they started those lists. Since yeah. they started those lists, they've been a situation. And I and when when you hear about where your players rank that on the list, what you got to do is you got to listen to the players who gave them the, the high praise about the list. That's what that's what I had to start doing. I had to stop worrying about like. Uh, well, he was ranked top 100. Like, I, I really don't take those rankings to a, a higher power and be like, oh, he was a top 100 player. So what you say about him? Like, no, nah, really, you really can't say all that. Like, it's just like those rankings are what they are. And I always say, you know, we, we depended on the NFL to come out with these rankings. We're podcasters. We're in the media. We should just take advantage of the situation and do our own. That's what I always yeah. say. I understand. I mean, I understand your point of view on that, Dennis. I just, um, when they started the list, yeah, every year there's always some controversial pick or, or ranking in the top 100 since they started. Yeah, but but it hasn't been, in my opinion, it hasn't been this god off. It, it just, I mean, the whole, I mean, up and down from the first, the first 40 have just looked, it's just, I'm sorry. It just didn't seem to be that as bad as this to me. So far off. It just makes me think that something else is going on. And to be honest with you, when they first started this list, I was glad because I was looking to see what the what the peers think, what the peers think of each other, if they're honestly giving honest answers. Yeah, uh, shout out to everybody that's watching. Uh, Isaiah Davis, I think he said something about it. He said, no, nah, it's terrible. The NFL doesn't know how to put the guys, doesn't know how to put the guys putting numbers a player. Right. Um, Ernest said they just be wolfing. William, happy birthday, William. He said top five was Kelsey, Brady, Rodgers, Darnold, and Mahomes. He said they nominated T.J. White at number six. Uh, here's your list all. Um, here's oh, so the whole list is out. 
I thought the whole list wasn't finished yet. Yeah. Did they just release this today? I said thank you. I think yeah, it's a two. It's always like a. It used to be a, like a four week thing or something like that. Right. Now, and then they have the they have the show on the NFL Network, and I always watch it. Ricky Bobby said he thinks that the list is getting worse every year. Every it's year, some, it's been some terrible years of that list, though, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's another one of mine. Well, I have another one. Okay. I, I also, um, speaking of votes and lists. The MV, whoever votes for the NBA MVP, <laughs> they're on my trash ass player list. Why is that? Because they voted, what's his name? Nikola Jokic. Jokic. How do you even say his name? I swear I can always mess it up. I butcher his name. Well, I know, but I don't like nicknames if y'all if y'all don't re realize that. I'm just not a big on a nickname. Jokic. Jokic. Well, they, they voted him MVP. And do you know this is the first MVP not to have a Christmas Day basketball game since they went to five NBA games on Christmas Day? Well, that's crazy. But he the MVP. But he the MVP. But you know what I'm saying? But he the MVP. If he's such a you know hot shot, you know good and well that the MV NBA will put him on Christmas Day because they want those viewership numbers, right? Well, he must not be that hot. Because he does not have a game on Christmas Day. First MVP ever. He on my list. I mean, they're, they're on my list because they voted for his butt. He deserved the award. I don't know about the Christmas He didn't deserve it. I, I still stand by that. He didn't. But, what did you feel deserved it, Sharon? I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't. I just remember it wasn't him. I can tell you well, he, he probably did win it because he was the last man standing. You know, B got hurt. LeBron got hurt. You know, Harden, all the guys who were, you know, I guess rumored to be in the league at one time or another got injured. So, Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I do remember who I thought deserved to be the MVP. I just don't want to talk about it because I'm already who, mad. I, know who, I already know who it is. I, I, I'm already mad, and I don't want to hear the backlash. Let's just understand. I don't feel like it was him. No, he so, had a, the guy you saying had a phenomenal year. The team. I didn't say he didn't. I didn't no, say I'm he saying, didn't. I'm saying only he would have won it if their team was a little bit better. He would have got it. I am just. I'm just saying. I don't feel like Jokic deserved it. Jokic, whatever hey, the hell his name is. So that's, what, that's, do you know what the Christmas games are? Share them, just ask. It's like five of them. I can, like I can bring Brooklyn. them up. I know uh, Brooklyn plays, of course. Lakers, they play the Lakers. I can bring them up, but I he's not seen, one of them. The, the Knicks play Atlanta. I only seen two. I of think them. the Miami Heat play on on Christmas. Only reason no, why they, I seen, they, let me let me just say this. I only seen two of them. The only reason why I seen the two because they were talking about how now the NFL and the NBA are fighting over. Christmas Day games, and, and in my eyes, I, I just feel as though the NBA should have Christmas, like the NFL got Thanksgiving. Right, that's what be, I feel. Why is Christmas on a Sunday? Um, no, but but the NFL no. has has had Thanksgiving forever. No, that's their saying, holiday. Why are they fighting over Christmas if it's not on a Sunday? Because the NFL greedy, they want all the money. That's what it is. Oh, so Saturday? No, they have games on Saturday. Okay, that makes sense. 
And so next year it'll be on a Sunday. They have games on Saturday starting in December. That makes sense. So they, and I got, I mean, I gotta say that they've always had games on Saturday late in the season. They have, but I mean, I think this Saturday you could have just took this. I game. mean, if it was like new and they was trying to be greedy, then I would be like, that's okay. one thing. Okay, they, okay, they okay, have, okay, okay, okay you guys, can I answer Dennis' question? The full schedule on Christmas Day is the Atlanta Hawks at the Knicks at noon, the Celtics at the Bucks at 2.30, the Warriors at the Suns at 5, the Nets at the Lakers at 8, and the Mavs at the Jazz at 10.30. They got the youth. They don't even have Denver on there. Well, Jazz (laughs) is the number one seed. Jazz is the number one seed, though. Oh, it's the Sixers. They ain't got a Christmas game. I don't care. This is the first time that M- the reigning MVP does not have a Christmas Day game since the NBA went to five games on Christmas. That's yep, all man. I'm saying. I don't I don't care about the rest of that mess, all that other noise. My point is very specific. So trash-ass players, the thing, NBA MVP the voters is my trash-ass players for that reason. They just I'm don't have nothing say, to do with what he I, did I think the I'm previous have, season. I'm gonna have to say it's the schedule makers that NBA. Yeah, exactly. I'm no, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's you, not you, you just missed it's, my whole point. The Y'all point are is, with, I know your point. I got, you must have you, you must have tuned me out when I said it originally. What I'm saying to you is, if you are the reigning MVP, the NBA when they set their schedule the next season. Y'all do know it's based upon the results of the pre- prior season. Y'all do know, know that, right? I do know that. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you understand. And he was the MVP. That's no MVP that. has not been seen the following Christmas Day. That's it. All the rest of that noise you're talking, I don't want to hear it. But that's not the my, MVP that's is supposed to be seen total. on yeah. Christmas Day that's if they're my, good that's enough. That's not my point either. But. That's not my well, total reason. Well, what, is, what is your point, Dennis? Because they start in October the 19th and they usually start on Halloween. So? So now it's like all the guys that were just complaining about being injured, why don't you just start the season at the regular time that you usually do? So that way they get all the rest that they need. But what's that got to do with Christmas Day? But, but, I but, but, but I hold said, up. I said the NFL schedule, the NBA schedule. I said, those they, are my trash ass plays. Yeah, but oh, okay. they only they made they they lengthen the season by two weeks to try to make sure that there's less back to back games. That's that's the purpose of doing that, Dennis. Wow, that, I don't have any problem with that. I didn't know that that but was the case. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the case. I Even mean, why don't you... nobody play a full eighty-two games anyway? But no, 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 no. But but I didn't say that. Except Jordan to make sure that right. to, to try <laughs> to, to try to make Jordan. sure that to, to try to make sure that they don't have. I got your bags on. Hey, I didn't even. Hey, that stat. I didn't even know that. That shit. I know oh, that I knew either. that. I, I knew it. I was like, wow, that that well, was. Let's say, don't nobody play full eighty-two games no more. So I'm trying to figure out why would that even be a situation. Well, but, what's his name? The Joker. The Joker just played the whole. The Joker just played every game last season. Yeah. They just had. They had. A, you see. You see how many people you name. You 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 can't name a lot of them. You only gonna name a couple. Well, yeah. I mean, it's hard to play eighty-two games. Every everybody play every every game unless you're Michael time. Jordan. It wasn't like that in the '90s when you was watching your beloved Knicks. Yeah, well, it was a different time there. There was no load management, obviously. So that that's the key factor. But you know, you know, whether we're talking about whether we're talking about 
you know. I see you, Ron. I see you, Ron. Whether, whether we're talking about people just in general, our, our youth today, uh, compared to 20, 30 years ago, it's a different world, cuz. You, 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 I mean, you, even, go, in the, even in the early 2000s, those guys, they took it seriously. They wanted to play every game. They wanted to play every game. Those guys took it seriously. But Nobody also, but there's, there's other factors. Let me just bring out the, the, the fact is why players don't want to play 82 games in some instances is because of what Steph Curry just did. They want to try to maximize their earning capacity over as long a period of time as they can. And Walt Frazier and them didn't play till they was 40 years old, okay? Players like Brady in football, players like LeBron, uh, you know, you name them. These players are trying to maximize their earning capacity, trying to make as much money as they can during whatever time they're playing in. Back in, in those days when I was a kid, in my day and before my day, the, the Chamberlains, the Russells, players did not have careers that were that long. And they were not making this type of money. So understand why these players are doing what they're doing. They're trying to get paid, cuz. And that's I'm the American that, I'm way. Trying to, I'm with they're trying to get paid. I'm with you on that. All I'm saying is they was getting paid, you know, in the 90s. They was getting paid in the early 2000s. No, they wasn't getting paid they like this. No, they never wasn't getting paid like this. But you got you to remember at that time, a lot of things were cheaper. So... On a scale level, they were getting paid. Is what I'm saying. I'm not saying they get paid like this. But NBA salaries paid. have never been the, exploded to the, the to the uh, point where they are now. That's not no, true. No, they, ha they haven't. But I'm just saying, like, like I said, and it doesn't have anything to do with inflation. It, that has nothing to do with. It. There was no, no inflation. Two hundred million does have something to do with. It, it, it generally speaking, but inflation is like two percent. Come on, man. No, let, you know, it's not. This is, this is not. This is not economic. I'm telling you, I'm telling you as a railroad person, your, your, your cost of adjustment living from one year to the next is 2%. Cuz. I'm talking about from the nineties to now. I ain't talking about. Okay. But so, so, so add 2% from the nineties or whatever, but I'm just saying it, it, that's not the reason. The reason is because they're playing longer and they want to maximize their resources. Just like the owners want to get paid. The players want to get paid. And we can't get beyond that. That's the reason. Now, okay. it may not be a good reason for the fans. It's like, you know, I heard Don LaGreca from ESPN over the uh, last couple of days saying that, why is uh, uh, Danny Dimes not playing at all, okay? The quarterback of the Giants, when he wasn't, he was a, he was average at best last year. But the, the Giants are saying they're not risking him getting injured, just right. like the Cowboys are saying. They're right. not risking Dak getting injured. So that if they don't they don't care that little Johnny is going to MetLife Stadium on Saturday to see the Jets and the Giants, and old Danny Dimes didn't play one minute. They could that's, care less about that. That's different. That's Danny, Danny Dimes is already – he, 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 he has an off-season injury. Right, but that's not the reason why he's not playing. I don't know that They're he just got being overprotective. He's, no, but Dak had an injury, though. Dak had an injury, though. No, no, no. Dak, Dak, Dak. I'm not talking about Dak. Dak okay. hurt his shoulder two weeks ago. Yeah. We all know about Dak. Yeah. The, the problem with Dak is that the, he 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 needs to get out there because of what happened last year. He's he been trying. Take, he, he needs to take a hit so that when, when game one comes, that's not the first hit he takes. Oh, he's been trying to get out there. They won't he let him. They won't let him out. 
No, well, we we uh, I understand that, but I'm not. I'm I'm saying just using him and Danny Don as an example because both those two are not playing. Brady is is better than both of them, and he he played. But Brady's better than everybody, so. Okay. But I mean, but, but see, but see, like that the preseason situation with the NFL, there were guys that wouldn't play the whole preseason. That was in their contract. One of one. Of I don't ever. Before, one of them I can tell you specifically. One of them I can tell you specifically is the Damian Thomason. Yeah, but he was always when hurt he was, anyway. When he was in San Diego, he's a guy now, that didn't even play in a playoff game. But he, meanwhile, he, but he uh, meanwhile, a guy, a, a guy on his own team had a torn ACL and played. Right, right, but he was the, he was MVP of the league. He yeah, did. but he didn't play. And he, to this he day, he still holds the he record. He backed out of a playoff game. Meanwhile, Philip Rivers played with a damn torn seat, torn ACL. They, they still ain't they still ain't win nothing, so it don't matter. So yeah, well, if they, he's they asking out on the field, they, maybe they would have. So I don't want to hear shit about Ladainian Thomas. Ladainian Thomas, and, like and he can finger roll a football too. Ladainian Thomas, like I said, that was in his contract. He wasn't playing preseason. Yeah, but but most and I'm I'm older than you, and for the most oh. part, people have always always played something. I'm not saying they had to play, even if it was a, a one game. That the, the game before the last. Um, before the, the, the season started was the game where most of the starters maybe played one series and that was it. They was out of there. If that. They didn't they didn't want to take a chance that game before you went into you know the regular season. But this nonsense now is is getting to the point of you know being kind of ridiculous, but that's their choice. That's their choice. You can't tell the NFL how to run their business. If these fools still want to watch more preseason the preseason. Uh, Jet Giant game did a higher rating than the Yankee and that game. Go, go ahead, Ron. Sports Guru. Yes, sir. If you are on a team and you just pay your top quarterback, will you want to see your top quarterback out there on the field? Well, I'll say this. I need to see something in terms of him getting in some type of rhythm. It's a dangerous sport. You can right. get hurt you know, getting out of your damn bed when it comes right. to football. So well, you can't be that paranoid that you can't play these guys because if scared money never wins. Well, so, yes, well, I, I do I, think I do think you need to get out there at some point. Now, I'm right. not saying you got to play, five, you know, all three games. I'm not saying you got to play a whole quarter. But, Brady, like I said, Brady got out there, and he's 40, almost 40 years old if he's not 40. I, I know that, but what I'm saying is a lot of these top quarterbacks make big money. And sometimes they don't, they team, the GM or the owner or the head coach don't want the risk, they get a hurt. If they get hurt, their season is over with. Name a quarterback in the last five years who got hurt in preseason who was a top quarterback. I just said. Uh, I'm going to tell you why, I'm going to tell you why yeah. that hasn't happened in five years. Because because about because about but they've been playing. Hold on, hold on. Year, I want to make sure I say was, this right. You gotta about, throw you gotta throw last year out because the no, pandemic. So right, let's but go last gonna, year out. let me say this. Let me say this. This is this is why they have been so precautious. And Ron would know this better than anybody. His my my beloved Michael Vick, his also yeah. beloved Michael Vick, yeah. got injured in the preseason game, a season ended injury. Due to the Baltimore Ravens, I hope BJ Samuels is around. Yeah. To hear this. Due to the Baltimore Ravens, which ended their whole season. Yeah, out for the season. He was out for the season. 
So from well, that point that. on, teams has had precautious measures on how they do things. Yeah, they were spooked. They were spooked oh. by that incident. After that, I was hurt when Michael Vick got hurt. How many that. years ago was that? That was a while ago. That was probably two. Yeah, but it, but it, but it did change. It, it, it did oh, change man, the way. It's almost that's two decades ago. But, Guru, but I'm trying it did to tell change. You that's what happened. It, I mean, it, it did change. Okay. The, it changed the way that they strategized the preseason. Right. It did. But, but okay, now, he's now, right now, about listen, that. Hold on, hold on. Now wait, wait, wait. Now let me get Bad. back to why I say this about the NBA schedule. Now you said that was two decades ago. In my eyes, them same two decades ago, our boy Popovich started that that uh that that, that management that uh low management. That low management. I don't know around, if it, it, it was around that same time. It wasn't. I don't think it, it was, was in the two thousands. It, it was, was about two thousands. Yeah, it was around early two thousands. With who? What? What player? He started that with the Ginobili's. Remember Tony Parker? Parker. Tony, Tony Parker. Duncan. Yeah, I mean, he, he started Duncan. that. Tim Duncan. Really, when he started that is when uh, ESPN used to have a primetime game on TNT, and he he basically took Ginobili, Parker, and, and everybody else, and sent them back home. And TNT got was furious because they had a prime time. That game. was the first that time was, they noticed it. Well, I don't know if it was the first time, that but was the, the first bottom time line, they noticed it. The bottom line that is when it hit the 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 blank hit the fan. Right. In terms of people saying, "Come on, man, y'all got to stop this." And that was Popovich, no doubt. And and ever since then, and then teams adapted to it. Why? Right. Popovich got five championships out of that load management. Joe and never back to back. Yeah, he got yep. five championships, and now, now they're trying to, to stop the back-to-back. -back. But he got That's five championships. He had five championships because he had Tim Duncan and David Robinson, followed by Kawhi Leonard, followed by J Ginobili uh, Parker. Uh, that's why he got five championships, because uh, he had Redman. that damn talent. It Redman's had nothing to do with load management. Oh, no, no, no. That load management has something to do with it. It, it did. What did it have to do with it? He Redman. had great players. He it did. They had. They had great. They had. He don't have great players now. Kept him fresh. And San Antonio stinks. He don't have great players now, and they stink. But as you know, but why? As you know, as you know, injuries are undefeated, even against great players. So that's the reason. That's the reason why the guru. You gotta hear me. You can't hear me if you're yelling at me, sweetheart. What I'm saying is. Even with those great, fantastic players, and they were, injuries are undefeated. Popovich realized that. So whether or not they wanted to play or not, he did purposely hold them out and started low management when they were injured and saved them for the critical times in the playoffs. That's what he did. And it was known. And then when the SHIT hit the fan, is because people started getting tired of it. Because he kept doing it, and it became more obvious what he was doing, and 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 so it was. It's it's valid. It's a valid statement that low management contributed to those five championships. It wasn't just because he had great players, even though your point is well taken about how trashy they are now since all those players are gone. You're absolutely one hundred percent correct. But if you look at their championships, that low management affected it all the way through Kawhi. But he never oh, even won. Cool he never even won back-to-back -back titles. Never did. He didn't have to. Never did. He didn't well, have that, to. That's my point. That's my whole point. That he never. He still won got five of them. Management, that and that low management helped him get it. If if he if he won one championship and he was doing um 
you know, preserving his players so greatly, then load management would have helped him, you know, win that championship. I mean, you know, it's kind of unusual that you win five championships, but yet you don't win none of them back to back. That's very it's weird. On you. It's not unusual. It's winning back to back is difficult when you're well. There's only a few teams that won back to back. That's right. In the 80s, the Bulls won back in the, well, in the 90s. Bulls, the Bulls won. Lakers, they three peated twice. The, right. the uh, Detroit back to back. The Lakers right. back to back. Right. The Celtics. I'm not. I don't think the Celtics were back to back. Not in the, not in not in the 80s. They right. They you know they won so, one. So they that's lost four. One, they lost one. But so we just named three or four franchises. Right. That's that it. Went back to back. That's it. And East. the Rockets. Don't forget the oh, Rockets. Well, yeah. so they won another, two. That's another team. They won two they in a row. Back to back. I really believe. So that's yeah, but that's not. I mean, out of thirty, out of you're talking out of thirty-two teams. I mean, that's not that out of thirty teams. That's not a big. That's not a lot. All the way from the eighties to the nineties to the two thousands. Plus, Houston got an asterisk. The NBA has been around since the fifties. Why do they have an asterisk? Why they got an asterisk? Why? Because of OJ. OJ, OJ, OJ played football, dog. No, I'm saying no. He's talking about the trial, but I'm saying I'm saying with the Bronco thing. With the Knicks. No, yeah. you know why they got that, that contributed. <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh, anyway. <laughs> you know, he's, you know, you know anyway. he's going to bring that up. He's a Knicks fan. You know right. he's going to bring up that OJ. He's a Knicks fan. Well, well it's, 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 not be, hey, you know, Dennis, you better stop it because it's not because <laughs> I'm a Knicks fan. It's because everybody knows where they were when OJ was <laughs> him and uh, AC Collins, you know, in the middle of the night, and, you know, that's like they going to kill each other. Day, that was daytime. Well, it in was daytime. California it was. In New York, it was, it was, daytime. It was like 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> it was. Oh, oh, stupid. Oh, hold on, man. Let's okay. Get okay, so where are we now? Can I read? Can I share some of these comments? These comments yeah, are blowing yeah, up. Yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, way back, uh, OG said, this NBA, not AAU. And then he said, William Mikowski said, I think the NBA needs to go to 60 to 70. I don't know. 60 to 70 uh, games. I don't know. Uh, that's kind of... They're not going to give up that he, revenue. And he, and he also said, and how come no one is talking about this extra NFL game this year and wild card? Well, we we, we have already. we just haven't gotten to it yet. We will. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it again. Generation. OG said 82 games just like everyone else. Beat it. Buck Flair said the NBA salaries have exploded because of China. William Mikowski said the NBA needs a hard cap as well as other sports, period. Buck Flair said, guru talking 2%, LOL. <laughs> when you said that 2%, 2 Isaiah Davis said, Jason Tatum is one of them. He doesn't use money. He uses endorsements to live off of for the rest of his career. And then Travis Henry said, What's up, family? Or somebody said, "What's up, family?" And then um, oh, they laughed. And then, hey, shout out to Kellen, Kane Lane for saying happy anniversary. So he said happy anniversary to us Thank here at Talk Three. Happy third. From the beginning. Thank you, sir. Been there from the beginning. And uh, Eugene Morris said, "Finally, Big Gino has come back to Facebook Live." Woo! And I posted uh, Guru's uh, quote, scared money never wins. <laughs> I had to post that. 
And then uh, Eugene says, sports guru, scared money don't make money. He said that too. And then uh, OG said, oh, damn, knowing how to manage your players during the preseason. You got to know how to manage your players in the preseason. Buff Flair said, Pop always rested his players, but they never had players with high salaries. Coaching, Pop is one of the greats. And then Eugene said, Greg Popovich will not win an NBA championship again. That's probably true. Buck Flair said, Pop always had a bench. Isaiah Davis said, quarterbacks shouldn't be guaranteed their deals. Buck Flair says, sweetheart, because I said sweetheart. Yeah, sweetheart. Guru is a sweetheart. Sometimes. Eugene Morris said, the Lakers will win the NBA championship. Okay. Every week. Isaiah Davis. <laughs> Shut up, Dennis. Isaiah said Pop did that first. It caught up to them. He he's right. OG said injuries will always be a factor in games. And Buck Flair said, I rest in the offseason. Dennis home goes all year. I guess I'm San Antonio Buck Flair. <laughs> yeah, that's that Philly connection. And Ms. Stephen A. Smith they act like they can't take a day off. All right. Buck Flair under Buck Flair under uh, low management. Oh my God, that's funny. And then um, Juke said Orenthal James. I guess he wanted to say the, the government name for OJ. And he said OJ didn't do it. And then Eugene Morris said LeBron will be the number two on the all-time scoring list. We'll get 10,000 rebounds and 10,000 assists. All right. Yeah. Buck Flair said night on the East Coast. It was not on the East, East Coast during the OJ run. And then Jay Jones said, what up, people? Uh Mm. All right, like, yeah, we, share, follow. We ain't even, we ain't like, even got to see, see what hey, happens when I when I when I speak. I, I always get y'all talking and fussing and arguing. All I said was that, that all I said was that Joe Kiss didn't deserve to be MVP, and he he ain't playing on Christmas Day. That's all I said. And look where we came all from that. But but the, Sharon, now as you say that, the number one or number two in MVP voting ain't playing on Christmas Day, so that's. Who who was the number two? I don't even remember. Oh, he, he played in Philadelphia. Don't worry about it. He just I know it. I know it. Well, I just want you to say it. Since we, since we starting this off with certified players, God damn it, Joel and B, get that big ass package. God damn it, go ahead, go ahead, Joel. God damn it, he's not gonna play but sixty games a season. I know that. Uh, no. He got Boy, four years, one hundred and ninety-six million dollars. He better play all one hundred, all eighty-two games. And offered to play ten more on top of that. All that damn. In his money. career, in his career, he only played half the games in his career. And he better not be crying over a tote. He missed the whole season one year. No, he missed the whole two. season the first two years. Two, two years. Right. So I'm saying they, you they, average. They broke, that's I why think they, they broke you the total. And last then the two next years, year, they had to re-break the toe or something like that. I, it was right. Crazy. They had to re-break it. It wasn't a toe. It was his foot. Yeah, wasn't it? It was his foot. I it thought crazy. it was his toe. All right, so anybody want to do their certified players? I got some. Yeah, I got some. let's uh, let's I, let's take let's take it back. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go to the diamond, and we're gonna shout out Kevin Costner in the Field of Dreams. So I'm sure most of y'all know about this. Uh, Field of Dreams was filmed in Iowa. Great movie, you know me being a movie guy. Um, you know, if, you know, they had the slogan, if, you know, you build it, they will, build come. It, they will come. Right. And it was about, you know, shoeless, you know, Joe Jackson, the guy that got banned, you know, it was, it's a true story. It's really important. So anyway, 
um, this is the first ever major league baseball game. They took it to Iowa and where the cornfields are at, where the movie was filmed, and they put the White Sox and the Yankees on there. Um, and it was just amazing. It was the most watched regular season baseball game since 2005. Most watched. Not only that, this is how magical it was. The game ended on a walk-off home run by Tim Tim Anderson of the White Sox. And like, it, it, it was like, it was like the game was like in the movie, like it was just out of a movie, just the way it went down. And I thought kudos for baseball, because I never would have even thought of that idea. So now they already have next year's game scheduled. They're going to do another one. I believe it's the, your, your Reds, um, Sharon. I think it's the Reds and either the Reds and Braves or Cubs and Reds, but the Reds is one of the teams. And they already mm -hmm. got that scheduled for next year. But yeah, man, that, that was just dope. Like, you know, the way playing there and the ideal is cool. But then like, you know, how I went down to walk off and everyone was just like tripping out with just hysteria and, and the most watched game. So everybody knew about it and it brought people to actually watch it. Like 2005, that's 16 years of regular season baseball. And this is just a, there was just a regular game, but just because of the, you know, what was, you know, the plot and the story of it. So kudos to the, the, now we always be known as the first Field of Dreams baseball game. If you build it, they will come. So that's my story. It was dope. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Let's take it to another level. They need to have a rookie of the year for the Chicago Cubs and Angels in the outfield for the Angels. <laughs> you know? Let's just take it to another level. Go ahead. If, if it's bringing in revenue, then take it to another level. Just do it. Right. I love Angels in the outfield. Of it. I, of I, I it. Get out there and a young, a young, a young Joseph Gordon Levitt, great actor too. Young, you got to get Danny DeVito on the Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. You stupid. But see, my thing was the little the little guy. He always said it could happen. Oh, when he says that, it's just, it's just so cute. I oh, just the, love that little movie. kid, that's brother. Like, yeah, he's like, it could happen. No, nah, that's a great movie. I mean, I, great yeah, movie. Yeah. Still touches me right here every time I see it. Every yeah. time. I, I, well, I have I'm a certified. I, I'm, I, one of my, I'm going to start out with, I'm going to start out with this dude right here because he's never first in nothing. And he's always being ridiculed. Um, yeah, he does bring most of it on himself, but I have to give this guy credit. I don't even care what his major is, but shout out to J.R. Smith. He is on my certified playlist because he registered for college at the great, awesome HBCU, North Carolina A&T State University in Greensboro, North Carolina, the alma mater of my mom and my dad, and a great top-notch institution, and he is going to go and attend and finish his college degree. So he is my number one certified player Let me I raised my cup full of Henny to Mr. <laughs> Henny himself for that. Pass the cup, got some Henny in it, y'all. Y'all can't see it very well. But I raised my glass, it doesn't have no Henny in it. I got invisible Henny. But shout out to J.R. Smith. <laughs> yeah.
He gonna be sitting in class. He gonna have a he gonna have a he gonna have a little coffee mug. People gonna say, is that coffee? What's in that coffee mug? Ain't gonna be no coffee yeah. in there. But he's he's going to. Mm. Let me tell you, I'm gonna have to go to Greensboro because I want to meet him. I want to meet him in person. It's only an hour away, so I'm going. I can't. I can't. Um, I would never. I'm very sincere. I know that was funny, but I'm sincere. Anybody that's gonna go to school, try to get some education. You know, you education is the one thing nobody could ever take from you. I don't care how they, you cannot, it cannot be taken from you. And I'm just proud of them and I'm happy for them. So, Child J.R. Smith, my man. My silver is Atlanta Falcons defense. We look like something this year. We got after the quarterback. In a preseason game. Right, exactly. Well, anyway, yes, we look like we do be good on defense this year. No. Thank you. You're not welcome. (laughs) Stop that, Ron. You had to throw that in there, Ron. Stop that. Stop it. (laughs) Stop over there, Ron. Remember that now. I'm I'm in Zar. What you got for Zar? Huh? What you got? Oh, I got one more. I had a couple. No, wait, wait, wait. My fault. It's Guru turn. My fault. Guru. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who do I got? Okay. I, well, let me go off the uh, beaten path again. I I never heard of this lady before. And, um, you know, I had heard this song. I don't know if we can um, prop it up. Let's just. The acapella? Goodbye. That have been voted like one of the greatest, uh, you know, I guess songs for 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 all sports. And a lady by the name of Nancy Faust, who used to be the organist for the Chicago White Sox of all teams, she started doing that, you know, uh, in the nineteen seventies. Okay, and uh, she retired, I think about 10 years ago, uh, Miss Faust, and uh, had one child. I think she missed four or five games in, you know, what, a 20, 30-year period only to have the birth of her son. That was the only time that she missed, you know, playing the organ at Kaminsky Park, you know, and obviously they changed the name uh, uh, nowadays. But uh, Nancy Faust, the lady who started Na 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 na, hey hey, hey. good night, goodbye. Okay, hey Guru, let me ask a quick question. All y'all, just uh, that's a good point. When you think each around around the horn, when you hear that song, what's the what's the most memorable that you've heard that? What what's the first thing that comes to mind to each of y'all? Whether it could have been a game, a player, a fit, I mean, whatever. Is there anything that sticks out when that song is played? Cause I got one for me. It's not, it's not anything that any of you all would know about because it just reminds me of college. Okay. What'd you say? It Ryan? reminds me of college. Cause I used to go to all the games. Okay. And we sung it a lot. Okay. Okay. Dennis. First thing I think about is remember, remember the Titans. There you go. That's exactly where when at the funeral, Bird Trans funeral and Wood Harris start singing it. Very sad. Yeah, that, that, that no, was powerful. They, sang, they sung it before that. No, nah, but I'm saying, but that scene for me is when they're at the funeral. Oh, 
Oh. And he and he sings it with the family and everyone. The kept saying, "I can't hear you." Yeah, nah, nah, nah. that's why I asked because that's the first when Guru sang it. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Great movie, great movie. Anyway, go ahead, Guru. That's that's got to be uh, for me, you know, because uh, recently here in New York they did the top five sports movies. I've done that before several times, but now that you just mentioned that and that that touching scene, you should do that. Uh, um, that that has to be top five all-time movies uh remember the titans yes. um because it it, it just brought so many one. different things together in terms of sports mm -hmm. race uh mm -hmm. you know obviously you have the great denzel washington uh you know it it really did now that you know that's a great point that you made uh you know i didn't, I didn't even think of that but you, you're so right I, I do remember the movie i do remember being played and and how touching it was um and, but but like i said that all doesn't even happen without the great Nancy Faust, who, right. like I said, didn't even know, hadn't even heard of this beautiful woman and just want to give her a shout out because she played for the, you know, Blackhawks, a few other, you know, I think even your uh, Chicago Bulls, if I might have to include that. Uh, but yes, she did. So uh, <laughs> great, the, great, the, the great Nancy Faust played it. Had old Michael Jordan. I know, oh, I know that. I know, I know that hurt. Hurt for you to say that, didn't it? It didn't hurt, but I know how uh, my man uh, Czar feels about that. So I, I like to play it up a little bit. But uh, yeah, th that, that's all I got. I got Nancy Faust. That's a good one. It's a good one. I got another one. Anybody got any more? I got another one. Dennis, you got go any? Ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let you go. I know about just like, just like Joel Embiid, I, I give a shout out to Marcus Smart. For getting his money, he got his uh four years, seventy seven point one million dollars. Dennis Schroeder, unlike his team, unlike his teammate who did not. Right. So yeah. hey, you know people people were talking about that. Uh, people were predicting that Boston was going to get rid of Marcus Smart in the offseason. and I I know I, I I was one of those people said I don't think he's going anywhere because they need him on that team. And uh, I said that what they should do is get rid of, um, what's the little dude's name? I don't like Kimba and keep Marcus. And that's exactly what they did. So hopefully, you know, everybody. Sharon, let me, let me ask you a question. Or, or let's just take this around the panel since, you know, we, we love the NBA. NBA. What, what are the Celtics? Are, are the Celtics contenders? Are they pretenders? Are they going to have to break up their, 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 their duo in order to really go to that next level? Zaw, what do you think? Uh, top three teams will be in whatever order, Milwaukee, uh, Brooklyn, and Miami, followed by the three up-and-coming teams to me that are going to run the East in a few years, which is Atlanta, New York, and Chicago. That's six. And then Boston will fall into that seven and eight, which is about where they were at last year. And they'll be lucky enough to get seven or eight again because I think they're going to be worse than they were last year. That's no that's no no man's land. If if you're right, what what about you, uh, Dennis? You're a great NBA mind. I feel as though uh, I, I don't know what they're getting from coaching personally. I, you know, I'm, I'm wishing nothing but the best. Well, you know, they have a new coach, right? Yeah, I, I'm wishing nothing but the best, but I don't know what they're getting from coaching. So i think they may have the right pieces that they need i'm not sure we'll, we'll have to see how they gel together but they haven't added anything from last year what they what added, happened they added, my, really? all, they added my son 
That's enough, bro. They're out of my son. Who's your son? They got 5.9 million. That's who my son is. They're out of my <laughs> son. And right now, right now, that's enough. That's a, He's going to do enough to no. take them over the edge. You'll no. Schroeder? Who, who are you talking about? Schroeder? Ain't his first name Dennis? Mm, whatever. That's my son. No. Him, him and Dennis Smith Jr. They're my son. <laughs> All right. You, you, wanna, you ready to hear from me, Guru, or not? Yes, I am ready to hear from you. Oh, you, oh you, I was gonna you, say I was gonna say something about your team, but I'm I'm, I'm that, that's behind you. But maybe we'll bring that up a little later. Go ahead, uh, Miss Chocolate. I don't believe Boston is gonna do much this year. I'm kind of with with Azar. I, I, I don't I don't know if they're gonna be as low as a seven or eight seed, but I'll say at best they will be the fifth seed. At best. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this coach. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure if he's going to be any more any better than than Brad Stevens was. I'm just not really sure. I have to watch them and see how what the chemistry looks like. That's what I. Said. That's what I have to. That's what I have to do. But they, um, but you got some it. players that can really play well. I'm just glad they got rid of Kimba. I just felt like he was he was really the the weak link on the team. That's what I felt. I also feel that Jalen Brown coming off this injury, we just don't know. That's one we got to see, too. True. I don't think that Miami is uh, over Boston. I don't think that either. What? I don't I don't think Miami's over Boston. Well, let me say this. Let me say this about these injuries. You know, I think I think people are too quick to say, well, this guy is coming off an injury, so we don't know how they're going to be. This is 2021. Y'all do know that the advancements in, in, in medical treatment and so far and in PT and all that and therapy and all that stuff is such that it's not like them coming back from the same injury in the 90s or the early 2000s. It's, it's different now. It's a different ball game now. And their therapies are different. Their advancements are different. So I'm not so quick to say, well, they're coming back from an injury. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's pretty much going to be right back where he was. I'm not conf- I'm not, I have no fear of that. I don't. Who are you talking about, Sharon? I was talking about Jalen Brown. You know, he had oh, an gotcha. injury. Oh, yeah. No, Dennis, Dennis was talking about, you know, we don't know what we're going to get because he's coming back from an injury. Yeah, but this 2021, these injuries are not, they're not like they, they used to be as far as hampering people's <laughs> careers, in my opinion. I understand what case in point, I mean, case in point, Kevin Durant, because Kevin looked just like Kevin. All he needed to do, they did one thing they did correctly is they eased him back into the game. They didn't just put him in there and let him just go out and re-injure himself. They introduced him slowly and managed his minutes properly. But if y'all noticed by the end of the season, he was pretty much back to the same old Kevin Durant. So I like I predicted, but anyway, it, I, I just feel like the chances of people recover, of players recovering from injuries, is greater now than it used to be. That's my only point. I can understand that. I feel like there would be a sit seat. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was saying five at the highest. Right, because like Guru said, they had not done nothing to get better. I mean, you need, they need somebody else to take up the slack. 
a little bit. So then his son don't got to put it on his back no more and stuff. He ain't gonna never be on his back. Stop it, bro. Well, he, he's gonna have a lot to prove because this contract is right. You'll see, you'll see how he does in Boston. Y'all be y'all gonna be real surprised. I'm not talking about the punt, y'all. I talk about the light skin John. Hate him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't care no, what Jason, Jason I really Taylor. don't care what they do. I hate the Celtics, so Jason, I don't want them to Jason win Taylor's nothing. Guy, How about that? But I do love Jason Tatum. He is my favorite player on the Celtics. They're like right there with me. Him and Devin Booker. Them two guys right there. Man. What's up? I know one thing. I I I could I could I could live with without you saying Devin Booker's name not one more time ever. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. That's what I'm gonna say about it. I'm <clears throat> overrated. Let me give my last God. certified player out. Uh, uh, the last thing I wanted to do for certified player, I wanted to thank each and every one of you guys. That's what I wanted to do. Um, oh. As you see, we are going into season three. Uh, we've been here each and every Tuesday, 8 p.m on Facebook Live. Uh, I definitely want to give a big shout out to Ron Thomas, who ain't missed but one Tuesday due to some, but I ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah. Um, and, you know what I mean? We're here, we've been hustling, you know, everybody knows to be here on Tuesday, the topics, we work together, uh, we're becoming a team, and I appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, Keep doing a great job. We're going into season three. Um, I'm very excited for this season three. To be honest with you, I'm it's enough. It's enough to make you emotional. Very, very much, and I, I want to let y'all know that y'all are certified players. <laughs> it is enough to make you emotional, bro. Well, thank right, you, guys. Dennis. Thank right. you. Muchos gracias, sir. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, I gotta now, wipe my tears. Let me oh, wipe my tears. Oh. Didn't pull out that goddamn tear. <laughs> oh, she did. <coughs> well, listen. Let's let's get to these. Um, first you. of all, the Clippers. The Clippers have made a trade, which was a little odd to me. I, I didn't understand. I mentioned it. that. I, I I didn't understand it. It was it was odd to me. I I don't understand why you make that trade to get rid of Rondo and Patrick Beverly. I, I'll I'll answer it. Well, you know what? Go ahead and go fuck it. Go ahead. They saved uh, XYZ dollars. That's all that was. It was about money. A lot of money. They took a lot of money off that payroll. And as you see, the team that they traded, uh, Beverly to traded him. Um, it, there's rumors that uh, that Rondo might get a buyout. So that's just a money dump. That's all that is. And what's kind of weird about that is Bomber gets this reputation of being such a billionaire. And so why is he trying to save money? So the only other thing I can think of, because it obviously was a salary dump, there's no doubt about it, but I think they just didn't like the attitudes of players like Beverly and Rondo, who are too, what's the, the word that they use uh, when you, you know, you got too much masculinity or whatever, you know, uh, they, they, they didn't like the uh, alpha 
That's the word I'm looking for. That those guys are alphas, and there's too many alphas. And as we know, Kawhi and those and and, and Pandemic P, those guys are mentally kind of I wouldn't say so much weak, but they they don't like a lot of controversy around them, and so that helps a guy like Ty Ty Lu get control of the locker room a little bit. So to me, that's that's basically it's two point, and I name both the points. Well, that do make sense. They also, uh, Marcus Cousins is not there. Uh, well, I will say, Guru, even billionaires want to keep getting richer. So even though they're a billionaire, they still trying to cut the fat. They will still do it. Hey, rich perfect, people want to per- be richer. Don't you right. Perfect example <laughs> is here in New York, you know, all we heard prior to Steve Cohen Becoming the Mets owner is how he was going to spend all this money and all these little Met fans that are surround me here in the metropolitan area are all jumping in this, you know, whatever. And guess what? Trade deadline. Mets did absolutely nothing. And guess what? That's the reason why they're not going to make the playoffs. That, that's, because, that's false. But go ahead. Well, they they got one rich. The, the one got a very good player at the deadline. A very good yeah, player. but 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 yeah, but. He's not, I don't know if he's a very good player, but the bottom MVP. line is, you know, who, the Mets? Baez is an MVP, yes. Oh, Baez is no damn MVP. The guy, you bet well, on people, it? well, I'm saying as far as what he is a player right now, he's, he's, he's not, he's you not. You just said we up. did nothing. Now no, you Okay, you got Baez and you got the other pitcher, the left-handed pitcher, okay? when Meanwhile, you needed way more pitching, especially since Jacob DeGrom, everybody knew the likelihood of him coming back was not, it was very unlikely. And the Mets right now have lost four in a row. They're basically out of the picture. We had Mets announcers here in New York City telling you two weeks ago there was no way the Mets could could uh, lose to the scrub. We were just fine there. until we got injured, like any uh, other team. Nah, uh. the Mets had, no, that's not true. The Mets had every opportunity to take a two-game or three-game lead and make it eight games. But they 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 were they were basically treading water themselves, and that's why then when they hit the cold streak, when you know I guess they couldn't you know when uh what's his name Marcus Stroman you know who's pitched very well for them but right. has a, a eight and ten record uh with a two point whatever earn run average you know it, once he you know came upon a little hard times which he like I said he still pitched really good the Mets are, the Mets are really out of the race. And like I said, here in New York, we all we heard for weeks and weeks is how they were, you know, going to run away with it. And the Phillies were trash, and the and the, and the Braves were trash. The only how, how are you out of the race being three games back? With like because forty they're, they're, games. They're, I'll tell you why. Because they look like dead man walking. Yeah, but but you're they look like dead man walking. They I, can't, I can't say he's exaggerating, Zara, Three games say. out, y'all were three games. Y'all were four. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, Zar. You said it yourself. We lost this division. It's either going to be the Braves. No, that's just me being win. down on my team. Like, you know, I'm just you know how that goes. What you said. I was all, but, but we're not out of it. If we play ball and we get players back. Out of the race is eight games, ten games out. Who are you, who are you trying to get back? The shortstop who, who played terrible for – I mean, he was thinking up yeah, the joint. Yeah, he's one of the best him. players in baseball. Yeah, but he, he was. He, but he's, he had like a 240 average. So we should just no leave him alone. Run. He's no good. What, he's done. What, he's no you're going to pay him $300 million for, for, for a 240 average? 
and, and, and no no power. That's what they Dude, do. We, we just on. got the player. Let the man. Let the man settle. And they don't do that in New York. You act like this hold New on, York City. Like, hold on, you act all like he's the, pretty. They don't act do like that he's the only player. I'm telling you, that, hold on, hold on. You in LA. I'm you in act New like York. he's the only player that got a contract and then that next North year Carolina. he didn't well. I'm in Georgia. <laughs> I'm in Philly. Hey, hey, let me say this. Hold on, hold on. Do y'all notice that they go at it in every sport? Every sport. I don't care what it is. Who don't like the Cowboys? Guru don't like the Mets. Guru don't like the Bulls. God right. damn it. What's your hockey team? You did team? that on purpose. No, but and what's your hockey you. team, though? Hold on, Dennis. I gave you a pass last week when I was going to clown Space Jam That's yet your again. Fault. It was my hold on, hold on. I'm not letting it go now for Space Jam flopping, like I said, and didn't make the That's money of his own birthday. damn budget. Thank you for the birthday present, Zah. I love and LeBron you. LeBron was one of my trash ass players. Zah, we both love. Remember the Titans. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. That's one thing y'all can agree on. Remember the Titans. Hey, hey, Zah. Okay, I mean, we don't do this often, but Zah, could you pull the slide up, Zah? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's make it happen. Are we gonna slide? Man, oh, slide. Hey, this, this is the third anniversary. Not, we got a slide. We got a slide. So hold hey. on. Before, before and it wasn't even my the... slide. It's not even mine. Oh my. So no, hold Richard. on. This was an article. But before we go there, yeah, I know. Because, I got it. I got it right here on my phone. Yeah, well, it was ten. But because this is what we found, I got to shout out my Bulls at number ten with Zach uh, DeRozan and uh, Vucevic. They should be higher. But, you know, we ain't played together yet, so it's good. Right. And then shout out, well, it ain't really Ron's team, but at the, the Hawks, even though I don't agree with Capella being a big three with uh, Trey Young and John Collins. But go ahead, Dennis, take it over. Well, with these big threes that you see here, number one is the Nets, KD, Kyrie, and Harden. Number two is the championship Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Number three is the L.A. Lakers with uh, LeBron, Russell, Westbrook, and Anthony Davis. Number four is my Philadelphia 76ers with Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Tobias Harris. Number five is the Warriors with Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Number six is the Heat with Jimmy, Bam Adebayo, and Mike Lowry, a.k.a. Kyle Lowry from Philly. <laughs> Number seven is the Jazz with Mitchell, Goldberg, and Conley. Which is a weak ass three. I don't understand that. But um, number number eight is CP three. I mean the Suns, CP three, Booker, and Aiden. And number nine. Oh, you already said number nine and ten. My fault. What was nine? Nine. Atlanta. Trey Young, Collins, Capella, and then it was ten. Zach Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic. See, (laughs) go ahead. Go ahead. I I think Denver should be in the top ten. I agree. Well, one, I'm going to eliminate some teams because a big three. So number two, I'm going to leave alone because they won a championship. It's a little reach with Drew, but I, I like Drew Holiday. They the won reach it. With Drew, the reach is number seven. I said a slight, huh? The reach is number seven. No, no, no I'm going down the line. Um, um, number, yeah. num- number seven, yes. But it's only a reach because Conley is – Past his prime, he was he 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 was a, he was an, he's been an all star a couple times. 
He's but never made the All Star. He's been an All Star yes, one time. Yes, he has. No, he hasn't. Yes, he he's has. Been an All Star one never. time. He has, Guru. No, he made it last year. He made it last year, Guru. Can I say something? He was a replacement. He was a replacement. I, somebody he, he caught play, COVID. He, he played in the All Star game last year. Hurt. Somebody caught COVID. No, I think he was hurt. Who picked him? The West. Nobody oh, you mean him. you mean oh you mean in uh you mean in the COVID year? No, no, no last, oh, last year. year. ATL, when it was in ATL. Not twenty twenty. Last year, the, the 72 Okay, because I know I know that uh um the two the last two picks was um uh what's his name Gobert Gobert and Guru, Mitchell, right? Guru Guru Mike Conley was in the NBA All Star game of this past season when Devin Booker got injured. Oh, okay. Took oh, Booker's place. Booker. Oh. Yeah. I thought somebody he was injured. COVID. That's what I thought. Was. No, no he got COVID. injured. He that was, was injured. the first. That was the first time he ever was picked to All Star team, correct? Ever. And okay. then, and then to me, Phoenix with with Aiden, uh, again, who we saw the real Aiden get exposed in the finals, and he and he hasn't made an All Star team yet, and they got all crazy when he had that first big game. I mean, he had some good games in the playoffs, but that first big game against Anthony Davis, everybody just ran. But he, he Davis, just hold on, he, hold on, choked, he choked. He choked. This is a, this is on y'all team, and then Davis gave him the business the next two games, and then got hurt. And we know what would have happened if Davis didn't get hurt. But, but Aiton, Aiton had a good good playoffs, but he just I had, said he had some good games, but it was terrible inconsistencies. His yeah, there you go. There you go. Just what really you know did him in, unfortunately, because mm -hmm. um, he he really had some 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 really some good signs of growth. But you know, hey, right. only, so, they only remember so how he minute. ended it. What about well, the Jazz? Rudy Gobert, on the other hand, got exposed no. by the fucking L.A. Clippers. It don't matter. He's perennial, perennial defensive player of the no, year. No, no, you just hold on, hold on, Thomas. You just said that Aiton got exposed. Yeah, but I by, said by Gobert. Wait, wait, Gobert's listen. got no, a no, bigger. No, no, no. Wait, hold on, Zara, Zara, listen, listen. You just said Aiton got exposed by a guy who's considered top five in the league, Anthony Davis. We talking about Rudy Gobert got exposed by a guy that don't even start for the team that, that he was playing against. Right, but Gobert's got a bigger size. No, no you're making but, excuses for this man. He's no, not that if guy. If you're a perennial all-star, no, you're a listen, big, you're a star. Just because you get voted to the all-star game, that doesn't mean he's not I, that I guy. Say, hold on, hold on, Dennis. I didn't say he was a world beater, but he's considered, if he's if he's in a big three and you want three defensive player of the years and made like five, four or five all-star teams, I'm good with that. Listen. That don't mean you can't get exposed. This, this, team, this Utah Jazz team runs through Donovan Mitchell. Okay? They say they didn't. This is this Utah Jazz team is the 2000. If they didn't have Gobert, they would not be no number one seed. Listen, this, yeah. this Utah, listen to what I'm telling you. This Utah Jazz team is the 2001 76s. That's exactly what it is. All right? You could say Mike Conley is fucking Eric Snow, and you could say Go Bird is fucking uh, the kid. Uh, they don't, don't do Conley like that, bro. That Mike Conley ain't no damn body. Then you don't do Conley like that, bro. He ain't no Eric Snow. Conley. He ain't no damn body. He ain't no Eric Snow, bro. Eric, Eric Snow been the two finals. I don't give a fuck what you say. He been the two finals. Just stop it, bro. Well, <laughs> let me say this. Uh, let me just get in on this. The reason why Go Bear was terrible is because they went to five out, and he wouldn't go out to guard anybody. And his coach, Quinn Snyder, didn't have the guts to take him out of the game when they ran him off the court because he wouldn't go out and guard anybody. And that's how they lost. The Clippers basically were killing him from the outside, and Rudy was just neutralized. His sound height like, didn't mean anything. So that's like what, exposure to me. Well, well, 
Yeah, it was. It was. It, but but let's blame Quinn Snyder for keeping his ass in the game. Because everybody, when I was, I tweeted during the game, they, they tweeted after the game, they should have took him out of the game because yeah, he but, wouldn't go oh, out. Wait a minute, hold on. Hold on, Guru. Hold on, Guru. Now, I remember a point in time where Shaquille O'Neal wouldn't come out the paint and his ass got trashed for not coming out the paint. And people were saying that he needed to be start coming out the paint and, and guarding those big men. When he was going at it against Sabonis, when Sabonis used to shoot them uh them top of threes. the key threes and yeah. shit. Yeah. People used to come at it. And then that's how that's how Sacramento stayed in it so long because of, um I can't remember the fucking ball name. Number twenty one, the center. He was able to shoot too. Diva. Those guys that were able to shoot, they were trashing Shaq because he wouldn't go out there and guard him. And then eventually Shaq started going out there to guard him. So I'm and, not sitting and, here blaming. I, I'm, I'm not, not blaming I'm not, the coach all the way. I'm blaming Rudy Gobert. If you are that guy, you should have went the fuck out there. Damn all that. This is a small <laughs> man's league. You know they shooting threes over there. Well, but you, you, there. Dennis, you're yeah. not wrong. You're not. You're, you're absolutely not wrong. And a great point you made. But all I say is that the league is a little bit different in terms of the amount of threes that they shoot today versus then. That's one. And like you said, hey, bottom line, he had to do his job. He didn't do his job. And neither did Quinn Snyder. So a double whammy. I, I don't again, I, hold on, I, again, it don't matter if you get exposed in a series. If you are a perennial all-star and a perennial defensive player of the year, you are part of a big three. Don't care what you say. Like I said, I, I didn't disagree with you about him getting exposed. He's the Kende Matumbo. I've seen a lot no, of stars. He, he, he I've that seen kid. a lot of stars get exposed. And, and Mike Conley is Eric. I don't know, y'all. Rudy done won Defensive Player of the Year Tell three of the last four years. Three of the I mean, last four. And, and last and, year it and didn't Matumbo, mean a damn Matumbo thing. It didn't like mean that. a damn thing in the playoffs. So no, I don't even right. care. Oh about no, 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 no. I'm not disagreeing that he was exposed. Oh, because he I was. said the same thing you did on the show. We, when you were talking all that stuff about what he didn't do, you and I agreed on the show. We both pointed that out. How he wasn't going out guarding guarding people, and yeah, he should have been taken out. He, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I'm just saying that 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 kind of, you know, minimizes his his uh, award a little bit. You know, it's nice to win awards, but if you don't do it when you're supposed to do it. It's meaningless. And and he really was a detriment more than he was a positive for his team. So and like I said, well, well, I would say, I, I would Giannis, have to, hold up, hold then, up, sorry. Right, I got to right. disagree with you just a touch. Only reason yeah. why I'm saying it is because, yes, you're right. He should have done that in the playoffs, but he had been doing it all year. All year long, he was great. I don't understand what happened to him in the playoffs. They went five out. What I'm saying yeah. is, he was able to do that in other games throughout the season, but for some reason in that series, it's like he was spooked or scared or something to do it. Out. They went I got five you. out. I understand, that's, but that, that wasn't the first team to go five out. Yeah, but that was the first team to put five players on the perimeter. They went small and they no, that three point shooting. That wasn't the first. That was not the first time he played against a small ball they scored, team. They scored about six. I think in one game they scored about sixty or seventy points in one quarter. That's oh, unheard I, I, of. I got it. I got it. But what I I'm mean, saying is I'm that's not the first time. And that was no, 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 no. I know what they did. What I'm saying to you is that's not the first time that he faced that kind of opponent. He responded differently before. But for some reason in the playoff, it's like he forgot how to play. 
And that's well, why his the, butt should have been taken out because he didn't want to do what he was he supposed to do. The, the main thing he did, Sharon, he is he just wouldn't vulnerable. go out. He, he left them vulnerable. And just like um, who was who? Oh, oh uh, Dennis mentioned Shaq was guilty of that same thing. But remember, oh. it was it was a little bit different then because, like I said, the three point um um shot wasn't as much of a factor as it is in the uh it, this you know in the NBA game today. I mean, they shoot. I mean, teams regularly shoot seventy-five percent threes. You know, they didn't do that back in those days. It was an anomaly in the sense that Divac and uh, who's the other player that you mentioned, um, Tabonis, you know, were, were were able to you know take their European style and shoot a lot of threes back then. And both of them were pretty effective at it. You know, but they, they but that but remember that's that European influence once again because they're the ones that really started all of this. You know. Five out and, and 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 um you know uh drive and kick to the corners. Right. The Europeans started that. Yeah, and and that's why and and that's why as you can see against the Lakers, those were the teams they won seven games against because that was the trouble that they was having. Yeah, and if it wasn't for that that lucky uh Brian Shaw, was it Brian Shaw that hit that crate? No, no, no. Who was it that hit that off the uh? They kicked it out. Oh no! The, oh, Robert Ory. Robert Robert Ory. You know, that, that crazy know they go up. They go up three one if they don't hit, if they don't happen. Yeah. So, uh, but big, big shot, Rob. <laughs> big shot, hey, Rob. Hey, Devi, stupid butt swatting the ball should have just grabbed it. Hey, man, dates. It is what it is. Yeah, he didn't think somebody was gonna catch it with one second left on the clock and and drain a three like that. But yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. You know, next, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. But Ooh. yeah. I, I I definitely feel you, and so does all of uh, Sacramento, because that changed everybody's career. Chris Webber, you name it. Uh, what was the uh, uh, was the Michael Stajakovich. Bibby? Michael Bibby. Stajakovich was on that team. You know, it, it, yeah, uh, Mike Bibby, not Jim. <laughs> but, they, had, uh, they had a squad, Bobby Jackson. Yeah, so you know, imagine if they get into a championship. You know, Webber doesn't have to wait a million years to get into the MVP uh, mm -hmm. into the Hall of Fame. It, it changes everybody's career. Yeah. Because whoever whoever won that winning the championship, the East wasn't the factor then. No, the Nets. Probably. I think the Nets was the team that was playing out Yeah, yeah. yeah. sisters of the poor, just like Brooklyn. <laughs> anyway, Ron, you ready? Yeah. Sisters of the poor, you a son though. <laughs> what quarterback? Okay. What quarterback will have an MVP season this year? Go ahead, tell him, Sharon. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Wait, 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 that's how you started it? That's how you started it, Sharon? Shout out to Sheila Mullen in the comments. I'm wait, rolling wait, with Ben. So that's wait, how you starting this out? Haters. Damn why, all we got. Okay. I'm never a homer. I am wait, never a homer. I'm going to be one tonight. Forget all y'all. Ryan said he wanted to know why. I want to know why. Because I said so. No, no, that's not going to fly on here. No, that's, that's my reason. That's uh, my reason, honey. Because I said so. She said she, said she wanted to be coming from a man who can't I can tell you mine, and I can tell you why. It ain't no, I can fly. tell you why. It's because I said so. Yeah, she said, no, she that's said why. why. She said no. why earlier. She said she wanted right. to be a homer. She's going to be All a homer right. today. Okay. I'm going to be a homer today. So okay. the MVP will be Dak Prescott. And the reason why I bet I bet some money on that is me when I see who you picking, then we'll talk. 
And that's because <laughs> I don't we, even got, have a we got a top two uh, three-receiver tandem in the league with Tampa Bay. We got a top three to five offensive line. We got a top three running back. And if you saw what Dak did before he got hurt last year and was still the passing leader by week nine, it's going down. Get your popcorn ready. Uh, Dak Prescott, comeback player of the year and most valuable player. You sure Ron, about that? Ron, before you trash him, can I respond, please? Yes, ma'am. You know, Zara gives y'all some really good points about Dak, though. I mean, he's not really being a homer. I have to admit that he is on my list of potentials of getting the MVP next season. If his shoulder doesn't give him the the problems, I'm praying that that shoulder is okay um, because I really like Dak as a player. Um, Even though he's not my quarterback, I still like him. I I believe that he does have a very good shot at it. But if I may give you the real reason why I say Ben is because y'all been trashing him so doggone much. He has a chip on his shoulder. Who? And I also, Ben. And also because the fact that uh, I feel like the Steelers have made improvements in the areas where they were bad last year. Y'all not following this team. Uh, my sister. Just going by... Y'all Wait going by the memories and hatred. Y'all Wait going by what happened last year. Give us the, give us the uh, starting five. Am I finished? Line. Was I in the middle of a sentence? No, Wait I a minute. Just ask you a I question. think I was in the middle of a sentence. Wasn't I talking? I think I was saying something. I want to know I your starting five. Hold on, hold on, I can hold on. hear my voice. Let me finish. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, <laughs> y'all have not been watching this team in the offseason like I have. But y'all been going off. Memory and hate for the Steelers, and especially for Ben. And the fact that your preconceived notion is that he's old and washed up and shouldn't come back this season. Y'all going off of that, the poor play of the offensive line, y'all, that's what y'all going by. And I'm telling you, I'm watching this team come together like a perfect storm. People all in the comments talking about, oh, they're only going to win seven games. They're going to win five. They're going to finish last in the All of that. That's just billboard material for them, and they're working real hard. And I'm I'm serious. I believe in my team, but I'm telling y'all, this team is not a team to just be ignored and laughed at and written off. And if you want to, go right ahead and do it. That's fine with them. It's fine with me. But I'm saying that Ben has a chance to be an MVP just as much as, as most of the quarterbacks in the league has a chance to be it. But he has a chance. Dak has a chance. Uh, Josh has a tan- chance. Lamar. Aaron has a chance. And the fifth person, I would say old as old as uh, Tom has a chance. Patrick Mahomes has a chance at six. Those are the those are the quarterbacks, in my opinion, that have a chance to be MVP. So let me address the comment: the Dallas offensive line is suspect. So I didn't know. Having three Pro Bowlers makes a line suspect, but if that's the case, I take three Pro Bowlers anyway. I don't know how many NFL teams have three Pro Bowlers. On they were all hurt last line. year, right? Well, no, the end. Well, that's yeah, yeah. But he's saying they're suspect. Okay. That's that's different than injury can happen to anybody. But if they're not injured, it's not a suspect line. Well, he you don't. Know? He don't know. I think he, when I say somebody's line, 
when I say somebody's lying a suspect, I mean like the talent are like they're not good. Like they don't have really good players. No, we got, got three got pro, pro bowlers. You got pro bowlers on there. I mean, hey, you know, that's your, all your I want to say. Your, your guard is the best player of the three, correct? Zach Martin, I agree with you 100 percent Okay. Now, just to say something about what Sharon said, and I apologize, I didn't mean to cut you off, Sharon. I wanted to ask you a question about what you were saying. So, you know, I thought that's part of engagement, but you know, you wanted to go and do your own thing, that's fine. My question to you now um, is simply, uh, well, I'll start off with a statement. Anybody who thinks that the Steelers are gonna win five games is idiotic because Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. So he's probably arguably the best coach in the National Football League, even though they always wanna give it to other coaches, but he's the only one that hasn't had a losing season. But that's that being said, so Tomlin knows what the hell he's doing, okay? Um, the second thing I like to say is I don't believe in Ben because I just think that he's too old. And, you know, last year he wasn't in good shape at all. If he can somehow be in good shape and the arm does, you know, hold up, then maybe you have a, a point. The third thing I wanted to ask you as a Steeler fan is who is this offensive line? Because from what I heard, you got five new players on your offensive line. Do you know who they are? I don't know. I, I figure you you would because you're that good of a Steeler fan. Tell me about this offensive line, and that might help people who are in fantasy and everything like that. You know, you know they can say whatever they want, but you know until you pick your team and all that kind of stuff. Hey, the Steelers got just as good a chance as anybody. But go ahead if you if you know the answer to that because that's that's a big issue. Replacing all five gonna, of it's, them. It's it's been a big issue this whole off season. And watching them, I'm not going to name them by name, but I'm going to tell you about these five new players, okay? First of all, one, they tried at the right, then they tried him over at the left. He does better at the left, so they stuck him on the left. This In these past um, preseason games, the, new, the uh, five newbies all play well except for one. One struggle. So what did they do? They they did what they had to do with that player. Let me just put it that way. So all five of them who, who have had a chance to play has performed well, as expected. In the OTAs, they were playing well. They learned the plays. That's what they're supposed to do. It's their first freaking season. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, it's their first season. Who can judge somebody on their first season and they've never seen them play with the Steelers? Nobody knows what they're talking about. And everybody's, like I said, everybody is still treating them like this is the same offensive line from last season. And it's not. And you don't have to get a first round draft pick on a, and put them on an offensive line to make a great offensive line. The Cowboys proved that. There was, there was a, 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 a period of time of, of like eight years that the Cowboys offensive line was the best in the damn game. It wasn't first round draft picks on that line, maybe two. All the rest were not. But they were the number one offensive line in the in the game. So, you know, all this crap, you know, all these fucking Bills fans in the comments talking about, oh, they're gonna be shit. We're gonna get them out. I don't wanna hear that shit. Just show up to the game. That's oh, all shit. I'm gonna say. You can and, and like you you <laughs> keep putting Steelers suck, Steelers suck. I'm glad you know how to spell Steelers suck because that's the only thing you've been spelling right since you've been in the comments. Oh, but I'll see you. I'll see you 
and them ravens any day, any time this season. We're not afraid of you. We're not afraid of the ravens. Well, we have well, no reason yeah. to be afraid of the ravens. Well, thank, well, thank you, Miss Miss Chocolate. The one last comment. Oh, well, let me oh, let me say this: the Go guy ahead. that took over as center, because you know, uh, what's his name retired, Pouncy. right? Pouncy. Yeah, Pouncy retired. So the well, the, the young rookie, right? the young rookie who's in there at, at center, been doing a brilliant job. Brilliant job. He's athletic. He's gotten healthier. Because, you know, he was a little overweight and a little slow. But he, but his main thing was practicing on his footwork and his lateral extension. And they say that he's been knocking it out of the box. I'm going by what I'm seeing. I'm going by the reports. Ben has a, had a terrible practice on Saturday. See, this is this is another thing about Sharon. I'm a fan, but I'm going to call it, you know, unbiased. I'm going to call it honest. He had a terrible practice on Saturday. Huh? Did Haskins come to the rescue? No. Uh, well, actually, he he played better than Ben on Saturday. He he really did in, in the practice. And Ben knows his practice was trash. So Ben put in the work. So what what I'm that's what I'm saying to you guys. This is a different Ben. This, this is not the same Ben. Ben is not walking around where you know I'm I know I'm a Hall of Fame ca caliber. I don't have to whatever. He's changed his whole mentality. He has to because. He can't rely on any of the things that he used to rely on before because he is so old. And y'all think he don't know he old? I mean, I didn't want him to come back. I, I, I really did not. I wanted him to retire. It was time. But he, the man is back. He's my damn quarterback. And I'm going to ride him to the wheels fall off. And I'm not ashamed of it. So like I said, even with his old ass, with the level of quarterback play in the NFL today, damn it, I'm saying it. He has a chance to be MVP just as much as those other uh, other quarterbacks I named. I said he has a chance, so I'm going. Since he's got a chance, then hell yeah, I'm gonna say Ben. That's who I'm rolling with. That's my yeah, quarterback. Let me just say this. Uh, make sure y'all tune into the AFC North show because, uh, as you can see, it gets hot over there. With, it uh, sure does. With the chocolate girl, you understand? Shout uh, out to B. Shout out to shout out to B. Shout out to BJ. Thunder Blaze or Blaze Thunder and uh oh gosh Eric I think the other guy's name is Eric well shout out to my co-host on the AFC North show we, it goes down on that show we trying to get together on a new date instead of Fridays Friday's not gonna work for us because we're gonna bring it back on a new date but yeah it goes down on our show I heard what she said uh Guru who are you picking for this quarterback I mean well the MVP no, I don't. I don't. I don't even have an MVP. Um, the only thing I wanted to say is uh, about uh, Dak is simply that with his ankle and his shoulder, I would be shocked. I would be literally shocked if he made it through this season. I don't see that happening because when you compromise one, so the negative, reason, bro. The, the reason, the reason why he hurt the shoulder. It's because the ankle isn't right. Whenever you compensate for one injury, you then it, it hurts you in another area. That's all. That's what. That's the way the human body um, works. That's why they were so cautious with a guy like Katie, um, Kevin um, Durant because they didn't want him to compromise himself. So you know, I, I'm not saying that Dak is not a very good ball player. I like Dak. I mean, although I didn't like what he did with Jerry a little bit, but other than that, I've always liked him. But the bottom line with him is, let's just see him get through the season, man. Let's see him get through the season. I, I don't see it, man. 
But we'll see. Well, I guess it's time for me to name mine. Go right ahead. Sorry. I know who you gonna name. <laughs> I already know. I, I I had the same one, but go ahead. No, I ain't number that. two. I ain't saying that. Uh, you changing up too? Yeah, I changed. I changed it. I'm going with my. I'm going with my son. I'm going with my son. Jalen Hurts. Stop it, bro. Oh, get out of here. All right, that happened. I'll give, I'll give you a thousand dollars. You got Jaylen right Hurts. here. You, when, you when got you a thousand. See, when you, you see the performance, he, listen. When you see the performance, he gonna put on week one against Ryan Team. <laughs> and Isaiah, what's up, Isaiah? Isaiah Davis. When y'all see the performance, he gonna put up on week one. It's gonna be a whole different. I put a thousand to your one hundred dollars. That's all. If you want to make that bet. No, MVP too hard. Hey, Guru, I take that back, Guru. No, no, no. A thousand to a hundred? Anybody bet yeah. you nothing? Sit your white ass down. Go ahead, Ron. Next question. Wait, ain't nobody <laughs> bet you nothing. <laughs> what you mean? What you mean anybody bet me nothing? Ron, yeah. next question, Ron. Do you think the Minnesota Timberwolves can match it to the playoffs this year? No. no. Next question. In the NBA. Hey, uh, Guru, sing that song you were singing earlier. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. Hey! hey, 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 hey hell no! <laughs> Next question, Ryan. Okay. Nope. Do you think the Raiders need to fire John Gooden since he cannot win the big game? I think if he don't win in December this year, his ass got to go. Win the big game. He can't even get to the playoffs. What are you talking about? Win the big game. No, they no, they got to the playoffs, but when? Not under John Gruden. Not the no. Red Raiders. Wait a minute. The first year. No, they were the worst. Did good that year. They've been. They've he been, got injured. He's been no, there no, three no, years. He, that was that was what you call him. That was that was Del that was Del Rio. Yeah, they, they were like that four and twelve, oh, then seven well, and nine, bad, and then yeah. eight and eight. Now, if you go by his first Raiders stint, then yeah. Oh, was, well, you yeah. That's what they if thought. You go by that, then yeah. You know, that's why they hired him because yeah, he won. He won. He won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Right. Well, he won. A, he won a Super Bowl with somebody else's team. Tony Dungy. That would be Tony Dungy. Right. Right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. John Gooden has been trash for a long time, and nobody never called this man out. I've been calling him out. Everyone, like, he got all this trash. The juice. I tied the damn head coach and get the fucked up job. I tried him. You want to know why they're going to keep getting him? Is everybody keep making them quarterback whispers? They're gonna that is quarterback shit. shit. And Tell you see, Ron. And you see, and you Tell see us how you really a, feel, Ron. Because John Gooden had not done shit in a hey, long give him time. the eye, Ron. That man trash. <laughs> not give him the eye, Ron. Give him the eye, Ron. We need the eye. We need the eye, Ron. I don't think you can hear us. Hey, Ron, let us get the eye, bro. We need the eye, Ron. That man trash. <laughs> Forget the eye shit. The man trash. But I'm trying to tell you, Ron, even if he get fired now before 2030, he'll have another job. The man trash. He don't even need to His be. His brother tried to sabotage somebody and he still got a job. Right. I'm just letting you know. They could have sued, sued him for malpractice. And he still got a job. I'm just like, this, this is the, this I really, is the way it is. 
I really like John. I don't, I don't know why y'all can't stand this Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, like, I like John. I, I like a lot of people. I like but if you cannot win no game, you're not helping me out. No, I mean, three, I like him as a, I like him as a coach. He's had three right. bad seasons. He gets time to go. Right. No, no, he had more than three bad seasons. He, no, but I'm saying with Oakland, he's had you three talking about that five hundred, not one time. Buck Flair, I think Buck Flair's still in the comments. Buck Flair, you're making all this money and you ain't had one five hundred season. Buck Flair, tell, tell you what? Buck Flair, what Buck Flair, tell you what? Tampa Bay after oh, they won that Super Bowl twenty years ago. That moment went down. Well, once again, who built that team? I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I told you. As John okay, then. That was a Tony Dundee team. So the man had not done nothing. He trash. Why do trash had head coaches keep on getting the job? Because they offensive coordinators. Supposedly he's a he's a QB. Yeah, a I'm, a, I'm a I'm a I'm not gonna I'm a, not gonna touch that. It's it's five till ten and I gotta go. No, so, uh, 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 I ain't gonna uh, touch uh, that subject. Uh, uh, I can't touch that subject. It's too it's too late to touch that subject. No, Cause no, I can talk no. about I can talk about that Mine for several minutes. W P, figure it out. Yeah, no, I it's know. Not, it's not just it's not just the W P's though. Well, it's what is it then? What else is it? I, I, it's not just the WPs because as long as see as long see as you, see see y'all opening that can y'all opening that can. Not open as long as as long as you coaching. Offense, you can't open it at five to ten, Ron. Wait a listen, listen, what I'm wait saying. Listen, what I'm saying. As long as you coach an offense and you're considered a QB whisperer, now you only got to fix one QB. Let me get that out of the way. You only got to fix one. Fit? You ain't got to fix 15. You ain't got to fix 20. You only got to fix one. You can have 10 wrong, but if you fix one, what? you that guy. And, then he, it? And, and he fixed two. He fixed Brad Johnson and he fixed Rich Gannon. Uh, oh man, Brad Johnson. That's that's the only ones he know how to fix. He definitely though. fixed Rich Gannon in the show more right. than Brad. He fixed Rich Gannon. Shout out to Brad Johnson, Brad Johnson if you listening. Shout out, yeah. Brad. Brad Johnson, you old dog. You old. <laughs> well, even though well, I look, believe, look, even though look, I personally look, believe Brad Johnson look, was look. better when he was in Minnesota, y'all hit it was with Tampa Bay. But <laughs> if you let if you let the John Gruden lovers tell it, hey, look, he fixed Brad Johnson. Will Lombardi in the thread said, it's not WP. Stop that BS. <laughs> That's what he said. Right. That's what he said. Right. I just no power, MVP. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, Will is, if it looks what? like a duck, and it quacks like man. a duck, it's a duck, Will. <laughs> what this man had done. Let me shout out. Shout out to Ace, the MVP. Mr. Will LeBombard. No, you know what? Number one Bills fan. Shout out to Will. Huh? We're going to come back to that next week. Make sure y'all uh, tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen. We do have to get out of here and go. I want to thank everybody for showing up to the anniversary show today. I was supposed to give out gifts today, but I'm stuck in Miami. I don't have no gifts with me. So I'm going to have to wait till I get home. Next Tuesday, I'll give out the gifts to make sure everybody gets smooth balls. Make sure you win your smooth balls. Uh, turf. turf hey, I need one of those, uh, 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 Dennis. My um, what, what's that thing? My 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 my, what, what's that thing? I I told you I had the oh, oh you got the lawn, my, you got the manscape lawnmower. Yeah, it, I used it last week. It didn't work that good. So hey, send me. Hey send, hey hey, uh, I'm out. Don't need to be talking about that. Mm. 
Everybody needs fresh balls. No, no, time out. Time out. Hey, time out. Uh, anybody got hey, and make sure y'all get your last words out so we get out of here. But without the fans, we would not be doing this. So thank you to the fans. Thank, thank you. you to Shannon, Kinzar, Sports Guru, and Dennis. Yep. Thanks to all y'all fellas. Dennis and Ron. Go ahead, Thanks, Dennis and Ron, for inviting me to come on the show originally. I appreciate it. It's been fun. And uh, yeah. shout out to the people out there listening and the people in the comments. Even though y'all hating on my team, it's all good. They hate on mine too. Huh? I third, I third that emotion. Uh, shout out to we got the dream yeah. team here: Guru, Dennis, Sharon, Ryan. Uh, it's been a blast from day one. Um, the number, you know, it, it shows. You know, and uh, we're looking forward to keep it coming and to keep being on top. Literally, um, I'm just gonna say, uh, listen, everybody that came this week for the gift, come back next week. I'll give out the gifts. I got t-shirts. I got. It's the smooth balls, you know. I got some trivia questions for y'all, so make sure y'all come next week and be prepared. Uh, this is the Ignite Thinker Podcast. Talk to you is Tuesday. God bless. Good night.